It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, well, you know, to be very honest, at the at the start of the show when I when we logged in this morning at like eight o'clock or whatever, you know, twenty minutes ago, I'm feeling pretty I don't know how to feel. Like I really don't know how to feel. It's six six and one. The Steelers, uh, they have a chance with the last four, and I'm always hopeful. I am. I'm, I'm the 100% optimist. Um, so I was feeling a bit down. And then the next minute, Maddie, what did you send me? Maddie sent me. I was very – I got my uh, Christmas present early. Um, Maddie sent me a, a, a personalized message from James Farrier. Unreal. So – it's kind of changed my day and my outlook because I really don't know with this team. Like we've been saying all, you know, uh, all year, they got to try defense hard, you know, tackle. Like we can keep saying these things over and over and over. And I don't know what to expect. So I'm going into this game with a bit of like, what I see is what you get. If, if, I, if I watch them, then we win. Fantastic. If they if they go, oh, you know, we, we lose, well, then that's it. But then um, I got the, you know, the... Uh, Maddie, Maddie bought one of those things with the cameo, which is uh, with James Farrow. And he's one of my favorite players. So it was good to, to, to see him do a little personalized message to me and say, hello, g'day, Merry Christmas. Marky D, what's going on, mate? Um, I use James Farrier, and, and Maddie knows this, uh, in Madden 2004, he was my guy. Like, he used the, the middle linebacker all the time. Uh, 51, the shoulder pads past his head. Like, he was a, a brilliant player. And we need someone like him in our defense. And I... I think I don't know if we, we if what we need to talk about because we covered a lot of stuff like last week with the heart and Claypool and that kind of stuff. Um, it just feels like for me, I'm going in this game. Maybe, maybe not my 
uh, I want them to win, and I, I think they can win. But my expectations are so are very low. So then, so whatever happens, happens. If that makes sense. No, you're welcome. You're welcome. I know he's one of your favorites, and uh, yeah, it's unbelievable, nice, mate. Barry, Barry was unbelievable. Do something nice for someone else. It's, it's oh, that was cool, man. Yeah, thanks for that, mate. That's cool. Pleasure, pleasure. Um, and I appreciate the shout out here. You didn't need to do that either. Uh, but look, we've got, as always, the BTSC crew, the family are in the live chat as well. Brian Brown, Michael O'Malley, um, there, I think Portner came and went, uh, George Teston, uh, as well. So look, Michael O'Malley, yeah, we're really today for Mark and I, and Mark sort of alluded to it there in his sort of opening comments. It's now or never for this Steelers side. And so, you know, and what we mean by side as well is actually we're going to, do sling the slang a little bit early because I don't know. It's just something that we say in Australia a lot when we say we say you know sides. So just as Big Ben likes to sling the rock, we like to sling the slang here. I don't. Know, I'm going to say it because I don't know how many times we're going to get to say it. Um, you know, potentially in the future. Um, but yeah, we use the word side sometimes to describe the word team, and I don't know if that you know where that comes from in sideline or what have you. But I just know that in a lot of the Australian sports. You know, you wow. talk about instead of saying team, you'd say side. And side is often more of that general term as well because it reflects like the practice squad and what have you. It's anyone that's in and, you know, involved with with the team um, as well. So it, it's just something that we've always used. I can always remember it growing up as well. Um, yeah. So I guess it's sort of an interesting perspective. But Mark, so that would have been the case for you, wouldn't it? You know, just the word side, you know, in the sports well, sense, everyone referring that, to it. That's another like one I, I pretty much haven't really thought about too. Um, there's a lot, a lot of hidden slang that's, that's in our face all the time yeah. we, don't, we don't really look at. Because if I was going to overseas or talking to you and say we're talking AFL, NRL, we didn't know each other, NFL, I'd be like, Maddie, who's your favorite side? Who's your favorite team? And exactly. maybe maybe in in America, you guys don't say that. Who's your favorite side? Because they could be thinking, what's your favorite side? Like, you know, French fries, like, pickles, <laughs> yeah. like, you know. Do you like your um, left? Do you like the right? <laughs> I don't know. Um, and that's a lot of thing. Like, it, it, even today, I, I didn't really have one, but one came to my mind now. But I want to get back to yours more than mine. Um, for me, like, it, it, a slang here for me is like, you know, mateship. What, what Matty did for me was mateship. Um, sending that was just like, it made my day feeling pretty down because I don't know what is going to happen with this side. I don't know, right? But it's, it's just, it's like, I think a lot of that slang and stuff like that with Australia, we just, we think, we think that you know what we mean. <laughs> you know? And that's where all the problems happen. Um, it's, yeah, what's your favourite side? Um, what, do you, what are you doing, Savo? And they're like, what, who, where, who's what, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So we, we, we think that, you know, that we know what's going on, but I like that one because yeah, who, what side's going to, what side's going to show up? Exactly. And, and, and it is, you know, and I, you know, I'm always try to be a little bit smart ass in, you know, the, the way we, we structure some of the opening comments for that and what have you, you know, we want people to be interested in what we're talking about, obviously, you know, um, without trying to put lipstick on a pig, so to speak, but you know, like, the reality is, is that they're going to hit the road after this game and good luck against KC. And, and I don't want to look ahead to KC. I want to talk about the Titans today. But this team, you know, Mark, and I'm going to kick it off with a couple of questions that we highlight, you know, in the comments of, of this YouTube or, you know, you'll see it on the audio side if you, if you pull up the article potentially. But when I'm, when I'm sitting here looking at this Steelers team, can they show up this week for the full game? Right? Don't uh, we need them to come rearing out of the tunnel 
and and you know hit, you know hitting the game from the start, top quality. You know Ben making passes, Najee hitting holes, the 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 offensive line creating gaps. But we need that to continue through the whole game. We've talked about it. I think you asked me the last time you asked me this was two weeks ago, and you said, you know, have we seen the Steelers put it together for the whole game for a whole game yet? And I said no. And the thing is, is that I know I don't. You know, it's hard to expect that every game throughout the year. You can want to do that as a fan. And that should be the standard. But, you know, naturally teams are going to, you know, not be able to play perfect all the time, particularly when you've got a new, an extra game in the schedule. But for Pete's sake, like the rubber, we always talk about the rubber hitting the road. We, we talk about, you know, taking care of business. It, it is. It is now or never this week. If, if they want to play playoffs football, and it might not even be that they get the win. But they're going to have to play so darn well or be robbed by, you know, something ridiculous, um, you know, whether it's a refereeing decision or some crazy, crazy, you know, play. Haven't, but if they can play well the whole game, that might be enough. But they, they have to play well and they have to win. And it's not just the win. They have to they, they have to play well. For me, that's more important this week. And hopefully we can get the win yeah. too by doing so. And you, you put it right, though, too. Every single game this year, I'm pretty sure we come out flat. Uh, pretty much. Maybe there was one or two games where we had a drive going down for a TD. We have not put together four quarters of football. Um, this year especially is like hard on our sleeve more than any other. Yep. Now, I don't know if we were, if we were just lucky, very lucky in the past from, from you know, from 2015 to when the, the you know, the Antonio Brown years and the, the, the spark offense where we would go and, and win games by a lot or bell. Um, it just seems like, yes, okay, in the mind of a player, if I was a player, and I always try and do this because I'm not a player, but if I, I'm very competitive in life, whatever I do, yeah. if, it's, if, it's, if it's tennis or whatever, um, you need to be ready for this game. You know what I'm saying? And I'll put it to you this way, and one, one reason why I think there's a red flag. Um, there was a comment about what Devin Bush said this week. Uh, one of, the, one of the, the announcers asked him and said, hey, um, do, you know, what do you think about the game coming up? And he said, I don't even know who we're playing. He said, I, I don't even troll. know. Who I think he's trolling. I think he's trolling. So you reckon? Yeah. You reckon? <laughs> yeah, I don't I know, man. It still put me off on the on the back foot and like, yes, you're getting paid all these millions of dollars. And I just say, you know, you sent me the James Farrier thing, right? He was a legend and he was ready for every game to smash people. He didn't give out jerseys, I don't think, and swap jerseys. You know, some players just walk off the field and say, I don't want to, I don't want to talk to that team. I miss that passion. I miss that passion of players hitting each other as hard as they can. Yes, they both got families, right? But sometimes when you lose by a big game like that and you see the receiver or the cornerback swapping jerseys, it puts mm. like a bad taste in your mouth. And I think when I hear Devin Bush do that too, uh, I'm not even sure who we're playing. I'll find out Wednesday. You're not prepared. You need to know who you're playing. There are four games left and everyone around the world knows you're versing the 9-4 and four Titans. Okay. When we know a bit more about the, the, the team that you're playing, I think you have to be more locked in or at least show the illusion that you're locked in because we are so we are so judgmental on all these players like that. Does that make sense? I just I just don't like seeing those kind of those kind of takes. You so, know, never yeah, go. No, sorry. no, no, no. Let's just say so that leads me into rant number one of today's show. There are a couple all of right. rants coming. All right. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. So I don't and actually before I do, Buck Dance says Devin Bush shouldn't be given a fifth year option. I think let let let's see 
let's see the way the rest of the season progresses here um, before we make that call. I don't think he's – I don't think he's quite done yet. Um, but there's some growing up to do. Okay. I'm not trying to be insensitive. I'm really not, okay? But I want to talk about – and it's not necessarily deeply the player himself. It's the process as a fan that I'm incredibly frustrated. Mark – how many, how many in terms of hundreds, how many yards of rushing, you know, rush yards do you think we've allowed this season from opponents? Oh, I, I think it's uh, 1,400. No, no, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 1,600. We've let in 1,800. 1,814 wow. yards. 14 touchdowns. We're 31st oh in run defense in the league, right? 23rd for touchdowns, fine, right? But we're 32nd, we allow the most. We're allowing five yards per rush, okay? As I said, I don't mean to be insensitive. But with Aluwalu injured, how do we not know what's going on with Stefan it? okay? Like, I, you know, you know. apart from like, I mean, I've talked a lot about Highsmith, but one of my most favorite players on this Steelers team since we drafted him, you know, for me, is Stefan Tuit, mm-hmm. right? I want to buy the... You know, what's $500 in Australia, the authentic jersey that's about 350 US, right? I, I, I was planning on doing that this year at some point in time. You know, it, you know, if I hit a work milestone, I was going to get that with Tuit's number on the back, right? Now, I'm, I'm more thinking I'm going to go Haywood regardless because of the way Haywood stepped up this season symbolizes what me hitting that milestone at work will be. But, and I had to re- reward myself throughout my career, but... You know, Tua is someone that I, you know, I, I'm looking at, I was looking at a sign football from him, what have you. Like, I, 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 I absolutely, you know, have so much time to step onto it. When I, when he's interviewed, I like the way he says things, the rest of it. And I love his passion. So this isn't a slight on, on Stefan Tua. But are you injured or are you grieving? Because now, and a lot of people said he had, he actually had the knee surgery and it didn't go well. I saw that rumor going around, what have you. If it's the knee injury, that's one thing. And we deserve to know. And the Steelers should have, this should have been addressed weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I know that Stefan Tua coming back is better than almost anyone you're going to acquire in the season, right? Although Fletcher Cox, if that, that all those rumors were true, that would have been something positive. But you can't not have Stefan Tua. And then if, and, and we deserve, and the, we all deserve to know because the reality is, and I know the cap goes to one side with the injured reserve, but you've got to be able to make you've got to be able to make a call and you've got to be able to fill that gap. We are we are paying for that when it comes to the rush defense, particularly. The next thing, if it's not the knee and it is the grieving part, I understand you've lost your brother. I've lost family members. You know, we everyone has gone through different tragedies of different kinds through their life. Not many people get 20 weeks at like plus $9 million to sit there and, 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 and grieve about that, right? And it, it worries me long-term, and I've seen rumors coming out at the moment as well, you know, around, you know, he might not play again, he's definitely going to get cut, mm-hmm. all, all the rest of it. But you've got Steelers brothers out there, and we just talked about James Farrier, and I know what you love about James Farrier. But I'm going back to it, I said, it's not necessarily on the player specifically, but at what point are we going to understand what this means? Because th- that loss this season without Aluwalu, we are, and, and when you when you exacerbate that with things like you know injuries to to what, and I think we're lucky he's only missed two and a half games with how hard he plays. 
with the injuries to Hayden, with the losses on this defense in terms of turnover of players in the last year, you know, the Melbourne Ingram piece. I'm really excited about the John Simon part. I think that's actually going to be really helpful for us. Wish you could play this week. I'm just sitting here and I'm like, we're paying, we're paying for these things right now. We are, we're paying for the fact that we haven't been able to plan. And I don't understand why we don't know this because it's clear he's not coming back this year. It's just, yeah. it, he's not going to come back and it's costing the steals. And I know that's one thing and other guys have got to step up and all the rest of it. But the, real, the reality is, is that this team in the rush defense, we are going nowhere unless that stops this week. That, that, that has to, that has to fix this week. And, you know, I saw Keith Butler, you know, in his interview this week, and he talked about the history and coming back and what have you. Those teams had guys that were a lot more mentally aware. That team had guys that were a lot more mature, you know, and that team had a, had, had a passion here, which I'm not actually seeing, you know, completely through. Now, I don't want to say it's all bad. I like, like, you know, bad did, um, you know, earlier this week in some of the shows, he reflected on the fact we did come back. You did get the sense of coming back against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But I'm sick of the fourth quarter comebacks. I don't care oh, that, that Ben's had five. I want them to come out of the gate and I want them to stop the run. Stop the frigging run. That's going to let you actually take take advantage of the run game that you have as the Pittsburgh Steelers. And it, it just it just has to stop. It, it has to stop. 1,800 yards is a joke. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, wow, that was good, Matt. Uh, Matty? <laughs> Let me start with, I agree with you. Uh, I'm going to put it, I agree with what you're saying, but what I want to say is we've stepped onto it. Basically, okay, there are so many things going on. And like I always say, you and I are like 14,000 miles away. We don't know. We're not in the locker room. But what I would like to know, are you in? Yes. Or are you out? No. Just tell me which one. I'm a very simple guy like that. Can I buy that? Do you have, do you have that left in your shop? No, we're out. Okay. Then I won't buy that. <laughs> You know, or, or, or can I buy that? Yes, we have that in a large mark. Here you go. Fantastic. For me as a steel fan, like I, 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 I see what you're saying. The emotional side, losing family members. It's hard. It's tough. It's, it sucks. It's part of life. Um, but then on the other side, looking at just the franchise, we need to know as fans, are you going to play this year? A hard yes or a hard no would just be great. That's what I'm saying. And I don't even, I don't mean to interrupt, but I'm seeing it go in the live chat as well. I'm not saying, oh, who cares? His brother got murdered. I'm just saying, and I'm not even saying you need to know a reason. Just say he is out, right? And you knew, and, and I'm sure the Steelers know whether it was the murder part or, or, or whether it is the knee, whatever it is, they would have had some indication. The fact there's no plan for this frustrates me. And we give a lot of credit to Kevin Colbert and, 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 all, and all the rest of it. This is, a, this is a mistake. I don't care what, even if the prospects of him were coming back were 70%, you lost games up front. You lost games after that second quarter of the season. Sorry, I'll, I'll let you go, Mark. It well, just frustrates me. Just from like a, I guess, a media standpoint to the millions and millions and millions of fans all around the world, a hard yes or a hard no would be fantastic. Because telling me that, you know, Tuart might be coming back and we don't know speculation about, you know, four games to go. Um, I would rather say have a no and then, and then get around the other players and, and think about them. And, you know, maybe if they start to play well, and it does come back to a marketing thing too. Maybe the other players, I might go and buy their jersey instead of Tuots, right? Or would I want to see a hard no or a hard yes, depending what would happen. So them leaving us in the dark all the time um, really isn't a good thing from a, from a franchise standpoint, I don't think, um, using using Tuot that way. 
Um, you don't have to tell us all the ins and outs of, of what happens. Like, you know, we don't need to know that. We just need to know, will he play um, against the Chiefs or not? And from there, you know, and it looks like he won't play the whole year. So, yeah, but I agree with you also. The run game has been pretty terrible. Um, you have all week to, to, to scheme and, and what the way how they let up uh, Dalvin Cook run through that middle. Like I say it every week with those some of those open holes, but you and I could have like walked, walked. We could have walked through that line. Um, giving up five yards per uh, per average is terrible. So you can get a five yard if you run, if you once you hold the football in your hand, you're pretty much from the stat wise, you're automatically given five yards. So you're going second and five every single time that you hold the ball. That's bad. It is not a good. It is not a good run defense at the moment. And we all know that. So, like, you know, we all know that um, this team is playing terrible. I still have hope. I, I do have hope they can win four in a row. I really do. That's why, so I, watch do I. That's why oh. I watch the game. But you've got to see it as how you see it, and they're not playing well. Um, that's why I came out a bit average and flat today. I'm like, 6-6-1. Six, six and one. Yes, we're, we're 500 and we're, we're even. But when these players can turn it around, it's not, you know, every single podcast around the world, all of them could say everything we're saying right now. Until we see it on the field and it happens, um, you know, this game, I'll be more excited, right? I'm not really excited. I'm, I'm, I'm like half of this game. But if they win, I'm going to be so excited for the Chiefs game. You know what I'm saying? Because that's going to be 100%. leading up to something bigger. To something bigger. Like I'll be like, hang on a minute. Can we beat the Chiefs? What it feels like now is the Tennessee Titans are like a – they're an average team too. they got no uh, Brown. they got no running back. So I wouldn't say they're the best team like in the AFC right now. No, and I think the I think the Colts are coming down pretty hard at the moment as well. Um, you know, and, and there are a few other teams that are doing all right as well. Now Evan said maybe they didn't disclose anything out of respect to him. Saying to it will not be back is all needed, and mm-hmm. you plan for that. Right, exactly. especially when you have Alu out from the start of the season, it's not about. I'm not sitting here saying, don't be upset about you know the fact that he lost his you know brother. That's not what I'm saying. But the, what I'm saying is the Steelers have not planned for this. They've not fixed the problem, and it's not good enough. Like it is not good enough. This is the NFL, and and it it, it just it frustrates me. Like obvious, like clearly, you know it. it no, you, no, you're I, never going to win a championship. You are, you are kidding yourself if you're even going to probably make the postseason if you're going to play that poor run defense. And, it, and I know it's not just – I'm not saying it's to it on, on his own. But mm. this defense has got to step up, and you can't expect the linebackers to play well if your D-line's not going to play well either. Yes, you can expect it, but it's not it's not going to functionally happen, right? It's just not. Like, are you going to be able – if you break your femur in your, in your leg – you're not going to be able to walk properly. Your calf, yeah. your foot, and your hip can't do it on their own, right? Like, well, it's, it's the reality funny. of it. It's funny, Maddie, how you say we're not going to make playoffs, we won't make Super Bowl, right? You know when years pass, how it feels like the Jerome Bettis run when we watch that? This doesn't feel yeah. like a run yet. So I think this game right now, so many nervous fans, so many excited fans, so many things to go, what's going to happen in this game? If we can win this game, and I reckon if we do win this game, the Steelers, I really don't know what's going to happen, show up. Will we get the Bengals? Will we get the Packers when we almost won? Will we get the Vikings game? Will we get the Ravens? Will we beat them like the Browns, okay? 
Once we get this game tomorrow, 1 p.m., and it's over, I think we can get a better sense of what's going to happen, and our season will be over, I reckon, pretty much if we lose. But then if, it, but then if we win, I am so fired up and ready to go. Now, some people might call me a, a fickle fan, but that doesn't, that doesn't, I don't think it's a fickle fan. I'm just seeing what's happening right now, 6-6-1. Six, six and one, um, You have to maybe, like my, for me, my expectations are always so high, right? And then mm. that's when I get, you know, I'm climbing the tree all the way up the top and then a lumberjack comes over and he chops it down. I'm like, ah, you know, that's how I feel. So this time I'm just going to look at the tree and go, should I climb that yet? Because I don't know, right? I'm just going to see what happens from this game and then jump on because I reckon if we can go in there and, and beat them by, you know, honestly, if we can put a game together, get Najee move, and we keep saying this, get Claypool move and Deontay, such as Fry move. I would just like it to get Claypool to be sensible. <laughs> yeah, but even like getting the O-line, they need to be bullies, right? Because also on the other side of the football, the Tennessee Titans O-line, they're pretty big guys and they're bullies. So we need to be like them. Uh, move the football, get seven, get get 14. Our defense comes out and doesn't wait until third quarter, fourth quarter. These things need to happen. And we've been saying it for, for ages and ages and ages. And this will all, this will all in, 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 in 24 hours time, we'll know. We'll know where this season's going to go. So, yeah, I'm excited, but I just, I just, I, I, I really don't know. We could lose 20 to 19. We could win 27-7. Who knows with this game? How do you pick it? You can't pick it. You can't Kenny it. <laughs> oh, my. it. <laughs> oh my. Oh my. You're a loser. <laughs> um, but I want to bring up, and I'm not having a crack at, I'm not having a crack at um, Evan, but, and, and it's not, but you actually highlight, you make a really good point here. Evan said so far all the teams we needed to have, lose have lost. Need the Colts to lose tonight, right? Now, I've, yes, these things are good for the Steelers. Can we not? This is the problem. Like the mentality with this team at the moment is, oh, these things here, we'll fix it up there, you know, and all the rest of it. And then you get there, and it's like, <clears throat> oh, it's like, it's like, I feel like we're cramming before the test, right? Now I've crammed before plenty of tests mm-hmm. in my life, right? And sometimes it's worked, and sometimes it's not. But I feel like the Steelers are cramming before their test. <laughs> I'm not liking the cramming that I'm seeing going on, right? And. And I look at this and it actually highlights me to a really good point from this week. And that was when I heard the interview in the last sort of two or three days, depending on the time zones, um, with Najee and Pat Freemuth and TJ, what was at the start? But I kind of skipped through a little bit of his comments and went straight to, to Najee. And Najee brought up a good point where, so Aditi kick and blah, blah. Oh, I always get a last name wrong. I apologize. Um, but Aditi from the NFL Network, um, when I say it really fast, I always get it wrong. Anyway, she basically asked, she had interviewed Kevin Bayard from, from the Titans, you know, who's got 13 pass defenses, five interceptions on the season, massive defensive leader for, for, the, for the Tennessee Titans out there at free safety or deep safety. And she, and she asked him questions, she asked Bayard questions about what he thought of different Steelers. And she asked, and she, then she told and, and asked, for feedback from Najee and Freemuth. And so she said, Najee, one of the things that stood out is all that for, for Bayard is all the hard work you do on tape and the fact that you're everywhere on the field, even if something goes wrong in the offense, you're the one making a tackle if Ben throws an interception. And, you know, Najee had a tackle with that in that situation last week against the Vikings or last game. And, and Najee went, well, yeah, because... I have to work hard at that because if I make that tackle and I save seven points, that's seven points that we don't need mm. to score on offense. And, the, and 
and then and the, sort of the feedback through the interview part was well you know that that that's a lot of you know it's a strong mentality that you know that's not it's a hard-working attitude that's a team commitment sort of piece and he said yeah we need more of that on this team mm-hmm. now a couple of weeks ago we talked about leaders uh, and I talked about Najee and Freemuth. And, you know, Freemuth got asked a similar question about, you know, combat catches. And he talked about the fact that they work on that so much. And he cre- accredited, um, you know, the, the tight ends coach. And, and he accredited the fact that it's a mentality of going down and winning possession above your opponent. That's the mentality we need. Not the mentality of a few things are going to go right. You know, Lamar will fade. You know, someone well, else will do it. And sometimes that's the thing. You see a, a big play or, or, you know, from another team and you sit there and you can tell one of the players is like kind of, oh, I thought someone else would do it. And it seems to be around a couple of the usual suspects on offense and defense. And that's not going to help them down the stretch. We need to see better. I want to see better. Well, Maddie, it's almost like, you know, you're talking about the test, right? For me, when I was going to high school and I was going doing tests and stuff, I was like pretty much walking into the wrong classroom and doing a test. So that didn't really help me out. Um, there was there was one test in high school that I actually filled out every single answer for three hours, right? Um, and 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 my mate said, "Mate, you were going like unbelievable in that test room. What were you doing?" I, I said, "I was just just filling all the answers out." He said, "No, mate. Out of the sixteen choices, you're only meant to choose one." And I went, "Oh no, you're joking." So I filled every single one out, and even the one that my teacher didn't um uh, she didn't like study for us to do it right. I got the best, the best I got was multimedia and I didn't, and we didn't even study that throughout the class. Right. Um, but look, you know what, you know what the, the Steelers have right now, they, they have a chance for what you just said. They can go out there and play and play their best football. However, they are holding right now in, in their hands, the AFC North, because it is crumbling. I'm telling you right now, I've said it before on my Steelers page and the Ravens will not win another game. They will go zero and four in the last four. They will not win another game. They got uh, Packers, Bengals, um, Rams, and Steelers. Okay, Ravens won't. For me, they won't win another game. I'm telling you right now, they will fall down. They will miss the playoffs. You have the Browns who have all the COVID stuff going on. I'm not getting involved in the political side, but they're missing players. Well, they that's where win. rant number two is going to come. Excellent. They will. They will do. They will uh, miss a few games, and they might miss the playoffs. And the Bengals have a tough schedule. So this week. The, the Browns could lose against the Raiders, even though it's pushed back. Ravens can lose. Bengals can lose. And you know what happens then? The Steelers need to win because they're giving like, they're having like an open lane like down the freeway, mate. They're ready to go. They've got a police escort to the AFC North if they want it. But do they want it? That's the thing. Do they want the AFC North or the playoffs? It's right in front of them. The AFC North right now is crumbling. And I'll say it again. And I don't care if I'm wrong because I know I'm right. The Ravens missed the playoffs. I agree with you. I, I agree with you. Or they're going to go in as the wild card. Um, but I want to bring up just me. He says, at the end of the day, the Steelers have us BTS family. That's what the Steelers have. And, and I, I completely agree. Um, but okay, that brings me, and we'll keep it, we'll keep it sharp because I want to get into part two and I want to get more talking around, you know, the Titans game specifically. But we are talking about the attitude that, that's going to be required. And I agree with our colleague, Jeffrey Benedict on the Bengals. I said that, uh, I got money yeah. on that. Mate, they're no. gonna, they're gonna. I'm sorry to say, but I actually have the Steelers, then Bengals, um, then Ravens, then Browns for quite a bit of cash. Uh, should that come through? But the next part is the COVID part. What the rescheduling? I thought we were through this. I thought the rules mm-hmm. were at the start of this season, you know, and um, dumb, you know, dumbing them down, saying them quickly. 
I thought they were. If you couldn't front a team, you forfeited. I get that money wins out. I get the TV rights win out. But you can't help but feel as a Steelers fan a little bit sore about that. I don't know, Mark. What do you, what do you reckon when you saw the postponing of a couple of days? Uh, here's the rules from the NFL, and here's me being Goodell. And for those on the audio side, Mark's tearing the rules up. He's he's had enough. You know, that's what I don't like about a lot of these. Uh, I guess multi-billion-dollar businesses—they can do whatever they want. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter. They can change everything because there's so many. You know, like la- put it back to last year. You know, I have to go to a break soon. Last year, the Denver Broncos played without a quarterback. Exactly. <laughs> but, but the bigger thing this week that I thought was interesting. Oh, wait. I, actually, gonna... actually, I needed this. <laughs> <laughs> but the bigger thing that I thought was interesting that came out was that a lot of the NFLPA disagreed with the NFLPA leadership and they wanted a change to the testing regime. They wanted people that were you know, unvaccinated to be able to play, certain things like that. So you know, and under different rules as well. You know, I, I saw in our Slack channel, you know, Minka would have been able to play, Ben wouldn't have been, what what have you. But I do think, and I'm not going to, I don't want to get into the discussion around COVID and those sorts of things, but it's going to be very interesting to see we're almost through this season, what happens for 2022's full season. I think it's going to be very interesting. It's just very frustrating to Steelers fans. And I'm more saying it because, I know there'll be people listening to this show either live right now on the audio side and you're sitting there frustrated. Well, Marky D and I are frustrated with you. I've got an idea. I've got an idea. What they should do for 2022, they should just play like four games in one day. Get all the results. You know, so when it, if it does happen down the stretch, you have four games in one day and then, then you've got four weeks to, to do the big games. Will that work? Just play four games in one day. Um, play the whole AFC North round robin table and see what happens. Interesting. <laughs> and with that, we're going to wrap up part one of Steelers Touch Down Under. Join us for part two. We're going to talk more Titans. We're going to talk about the second uh, or the third little quick rant for us as well. Uh, and then we'd love to take some audience Q&A. So if you've got questions, please get them ready because sometimes we we get you know right through the show and you know, the question's come and it's almost time to be over. So we'd love to take some questions. It's been a while since we had a healthy Q&A. But if you, as I say, if you're on the audio side, you'll need to, you know, move over to part two. If you're listening live right now, just hold on for a handful of seconds. <laughs>